Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, along with Rafael Marquez Castañeda, aka Best Friend to all the best friends. Ah, oh, you really are. You're like our little recruiter. Oh, uh, not little, sorry. Well, you're a little happy, <laughs> so that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, I do what I can. You do. You do. You go above and beyond, I believe. Thank you. I uh, I hack things together last minute, and somehow it all works out. It really does. You have a knack, is what it is. So, on this episode, we will talk about the Alley Ward Monday episode and the Thursday episode, Epiphany Judges, Clothing Appraisers, The Butt Magazine. Uh, but first, do you have any shout-outs, Lil Rafi? Um... You know, I forgot what I was going to, when you introduced me, that I was supposed to play something. <laughs> so my first shout out is going to be to you, Lisa. This is what I was supposed to play when you threw it to me. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Backwards talking, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, you know, D- Daniel loves it. You love it. Twin Peaks is all about that shit. And I was like, this is a simple thing I can say in reverse. And, uh, yeah, I think it came out pretty well. It really did. I was like, who's calling? Who is this? (laughs) Oh, hi. (laughs) It's the Black Lodge calling. Yeah, David Huntsberger dropping the Twin Peaks backwards talking. I was like, okay, we got another taker. (laughs) We should do a whole show of that. That'd be real fun. Oh, my God. It would be the longest episode to record, but it would be, and it would be creepy actually. But anyway, my shout outs, um, shout out to Daniel because he gave us all a shout out for showing up to PodFest and for wearing our shirts and for wearing ears around our necks that you gave us. Um, Daniel's the best shout out to Bruise by Don, someone who is always listening to BFF. Even when I host, he doesn't skip an episode and he's always tweeting at people who I have on and whatnot, and he's the best. I, when I, uh, as Ray was leaving PodFest, I ran into him uh, in the bathroom. No funny business uh-huh. happened, but I told him, say hi to Bruise by Dawn for me. Um, and was he in also, the stall next to you with the glory hole? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, shout out to Toby. Uh, for the nice things that he says when I host. Shout out to a mysterious guy named Mo and to Tim Carter, who are both the $100 Patreon supporters. Uh, I don't know who this Mo fella is, but I feel like we need to find out more about him. Yeah, as of now, he's a mofo, but I want to find (laughs) out who he is. And kudos to Tim for proving me wrong. He's a true supporter. Yeah, um, he hopefully didn't listen to that episode where you bad-mouthed him, but, you know, if he did, that's fine. Well, he did. If he and did, I believe he's not listening now, so, no. Um, and that's the end of my shout-outs, but I did promise last episode to give away the signed Marvel Comics Digest first issue starring the amazing Spider-Man signed by D. Quants on the Snappy himself. So if you don't mind, I'm going to randomly select a number now, and hopefully this does not take very long to get to a number that someone picked. Um, We need to have the bingo bingo noise, the popping ball noise right now. 
Um, you know about that more than I there do. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm still selecting numbers. No one's number has been picked yet. Ooh, one off. Not yet. Do we have a winner yet? Oh, another one. That's one off. Oh, my God. This is going to take forever. Oof, man. Nope. No winners yet. This is like watching the Powerball and all your numbers keep coming up incorrect. <laughs> and you're just like, what's the point of playing? <laughs> I wish we... there was like <laughs> I was gonna more say, dramatic. I was going to say, we can always come back to you if... Uh... Just kidding. Um, yeah, go ahead. And I'll just randomly yell at you. Wait. Did we get a, we got, oh my God, we got a winner. Woo. And the number was 49, chosen by none other than Tobias Milton. Woo, Toby. I'm going to have to ship this thing to Canada, so hopefully <laughs> it gets there. <laughs> you could have fixed that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm just glad it didn't land on uh, 22 because... I accidentally posted on my page first, and Kelly took 22, and then when I reposted it on BFF, Adriana got 22, so oh, I was like, man, God. if it lands on 22, I'm screwed. You have to rip so it in half. Yeah, the, the true owner wouldn't allow it to be ripped, but, um, so sh uh, shout out to Toby, you'll be receiving that in the next one to two years. <laughs> as soon as you convert uh, our <laughs> postage to their metric system, then you'll get it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tie it to a goose and, you know, <laughs> set it free. It'll land somewhere in the northern region eventually. By the way, thanks for not calling me out for my ball popping noise. <laughs> yeah, you know, ball popping. <laughs> you know, some things are just too easy, Lisa. Hell, that's my nickname in high school. So, Don, I have to say good job on the shout out to Don. Bruised by Don, that is. Because not only does he support the show by listening, even when you host, but he fuels the show by supplying me with beer, and I love him for that. Um, my first shout-out is to you, Lil Rafi, for holding down the fort last week, and to TS and, and Leanne, because it was a great episode, and I loved listening back. I realized you didn't think I was going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> There are some things I'm like, hey! <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, I'm an asshole too, that's fine. You know, that's how I, I can ensure that you listen. I just badmouth people, and then <laughs> they're sure to listen. Much like, you know, when you tag a comedian that was on Allison's show, really? of course they're going to listen when you do that. So but that was this was my secret plan all along. <laughs> You're like, finally she's listening. Um, I feel like I've had an asshole of BFF this week, in a good way, uh, because... I've been catching up on them, and I think I have one and a half episodes left to catch up on. So, I feel like I'm being responsible and and nice, and doing quality control, of course. That's good to hear. But, uh, yeah, you did. Number one, I wanted to listen because I like listening to you guys. I think you do a very good job of hosting. And when I listen, I'm like, oh, I should do that. And I never think about it. And then I forget. And then I listen. I'm like, ah, oh, he does a really good job of this. I need to do that. And, uh. I never do that. But uh, also I wanted to listen because I was chomping at the bit to talk about PodFest and not being able to was kind of good in a way because I had some things resonate over the t over the couple of weeks. And I also want to listen to see if you guys, you know, I didn't want to repeat anything that you guys had said. So uh, my other shout out is to Allison and all the PodFest people. 
that were there. It was so much fun to see her live and hearing back. I really felt like there was a lot missed in not seeing it live. The, I think you guys kind of covered that too, but it was just, I mean, the little subtle things, even just making eye contact with the people. I mean, being in the front row was very <laughs> nerve wracking and I was so damn nervous. And even listening back, I'm like, why didn't I say this? Why didn't I say that? Uh, and I was just nervous. And I instead, I just threw uh, Superfan Megan under the bus so that the mic could be off of me. <laughs> you know, I thought about that. I was like, oh, we should have like volunteered Jen since she's so uh, shy. Oh, I did. <laughs> I'm like, Jen, I pointed to her. And then I think a few other people, you know, Dylan and Jessica, some other people outside of our group had to get into the mix. And, and you know, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So uh, during, oh, she was ta- really huge talking about, you know, the live reads and how maybe her former employer, everybody really loved listening to the live reads. But I mean, I think it's not, Corolla. It was like David Allen Greer would take it and run with it. And luckily his, you know, the sponsors would stay because he would really <laughs> be horrible during, but it was hilarious. So I think that's part of the reason, you know, she's just reading an ad basically. And honestly, I tune out when anybody's reading an ad or if I hear, you know, an advertisement, <laughs> but if I'm needing any of the things that she's offering, I'm surely going to, you know, use her sponsors. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said in the last episode, we should just plug her ads on here as well if the code is BFF so yes. more people hear them. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was in the Del Taco drive through I'm like, yes! <laughs> That's on brand, by the way. <laughs> Isn't it? I really am. My, my body is on Del Taco brand. Uh, also, one other thing, when we were all standing around talking to Allison... And she kind of drew us closer to kind of talk about the Thursday show and everything. And it was just, it was so neat to have her, she really cares about how we feel and what we think. And I think that's another reason why we love her, of course. But, oh, and I have to apologize to you for this too. But because I talk, when I'm nervous, I say such, so much bullshit. And a lot of times other people get (laughs) tied into my bullshit snowstorm. But we were wearing the legacy shirts that you designed and she was doing quality control and feeling all of our shirts. And it was very awkward and kind of a sensual moment. <laughs> Especially for Megan. I'm sure. Cause she was, she, <laughs> the way she was feeling the shirts to make them, you know, to see how they feel between her fingers. It was not unlike tuning into Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone's quiet as she's like going from shirt to shirt and feeling and everyone's quiet. Like, I I don't know what to say here. I'm oddly turned on and weirded out at the same time. You know, she's taking a page right out of Costanza's book going around (laughs) feeling people's fabric. (laughs) I I swear to God, I thought about that a couple days later. I'm like, I should have said something, but nope. Instead, I said, oh, yeah, Raphael's really noticed all the indiscrepancies between the two shirts. That's what I said instead. <laughs> like, just at some point, Lisa, just shut up and just stop. So I apologize for that. You know, I I don't think you should feel weird about that. I'm just going to out Megan. When she touched Megan's shirt, Megan said, you can feel me or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or you can touch me. Which, uh, 
yeah, sorry, Megan, but it was I'm, funny. I'm sure she'd be the first to be like, yeah, yep, go ahead. She's the <laughs> only one that leaned into it. That was the weird thing. Mm-hmm. But then talking to Allison and I look over and I don't know if Megan had just yawned or something, but her eyes were all watery. And I said, oh, are you going to cry? <laughs> I just called her out for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was just so much fun sitting and chatting with her that it was a bummer to not actually get to meet John Henson and get a picture with him, but I got pictures with everybody else. Uh, I had the same sort of conversation with Jordan, uh, actually less than Trice did. It was kind of like, cool to meet you. And, oh, I even said, because when I first met him, I stuck my pinky out because my hands were full. So we, like when we were waiting in line to get in and he was, you know, out there talking and trying to meet girls. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so I had like a weird pinky shake with him. And then later I said, oh, can I, uh, you know, my name's Lisa. And I shook his hand. And I said, it's better than just my pinky or something. I, I, it's a stupid line that I said, but anyway, uh, it was a lot of fun. I, there's a many layered story with this, uh, Colonel Jeff (laughs) (laughs) and it spans a whole year. So can I lay this on you? Let's say I'm not, I don't have a crush on him. Let's just say that. Let's just say the, let me just put these facts out there and you tell me what you think about them or how they would make (laughs) you feel. Even if you did have a crush, because I know you don't. Okay. Okay. So last year. At PodFest, I always say stupid things. So this is one of the stupid things I said to him. I said, I was talking to him about Barracuda Radio. Did you just hit extra record or something? Because something just changed. (laughs) No, I'm like literally sitting here with my pen ready to write something down that you say. But no, what what did something bad happen? Extra record is a technical term. Okay, so last year... I told him, I said, I talked to him about Barracuda Radio, and I said, I would love it if my friend came on, and I said, uh, Robert Williams, who is a singer for Big Sandy. And he said, I didn't say Big Sandy. I just said, oh, my friend, um, Robert Williams. And he said, oh, I know him. I said, oh, cool. Um, As you know, there's not been a new Barracuda Radio. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have taken the the advice. No. Uh, So that's last year. Okay. So then this year, on Friday night, he says, oh, I'm going to this tiki show. And I said, oh, cool. You know, that that sounds like fun. Whatever. I don't even know what I said. I'm sure it was not that exciting. So then the next day, after the show, he says, oh, you know that tiki show that I went to on last night? And I said, oh, on Friday night. I said, yeah. He said, oh, um, Robert Williams was there. I'm like, oh, my God, no way. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to text him right now and be like, you know, whatever. Like, I made some stupid joke. And he's like, yeah, so it could have been you. Okay. Okay. Hear me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he said that. And it was a callback from last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the next layer is he had a Lisa Lowry related JMO. I'm sorry. But Uh that... what the fuck two two parts of that jmo that blew me away first of all that he his jmo was a lisa lowry jmo for starters that's for starters but he said whenever allison says lisa lowry says which no one ever says because that's not my name on twitter that is never said (laughs) 
So he says that, and then he brings up Brazil, which is a great movie. And then he said he also thinks about me with the, the seasoning salt. Okay, so I've got all these facts on the table. What are your thoughts on these on these facts that are on the table? You know, in the past, I have thought that maybe Jeff has listened to an episode or two of this show. I think, <laughs> I'm worried about uh, when, this. I'm worried about I think this. When, I think when we relaunched it as Best Friends Fancast, I think he'd listened to one of the early ones, but uh, I feel like every now and then he texts in, and if you're listening, <laughs> Jeff, I just want to say, Wait, hands on. off my friend, she's a married woman. <laughs> okay, now the funny part <laughs> is I was listening, I have like two more Barracuda radios to listen to. Uh, okay, back up. So I posted this picture of us, all of us, on Facebook. The first person that always comments is my friend Robert Williams. He says, oh, he looks like he had fun. Who's that? Like, he's like, oh, cool. Who's that? And, oh, and by the way, I did tell that to Jeff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I posted a picture to Facebook and, and Robert said, who's that? And I'm like, you know who it is. Like, that was our little joke between us. Okay. So then Robert says that and I'm like thinking, maybe he doesn't know him. So then I'm thinking, even when I was talking to Jeff, I said, oh, did he play or because he just came off of tour? And he's like, oh, no, he's uh, he was he was doing something else. So I'm like, OK, we might have the wrong people. <laughs> but I didn't come up with it until like a week later when I was listening to Barracuda Radio and he was talking about these hot rod artists. And one of them's name was Robert Williams. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about two different people. <laughs> So in a rom-com, this would be the very beginning of a, a silly misunderstanding that brought us together. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm married. Anyhow, I just wanted to lay all these things on the table that have been going through my mind that I can't get out of my mind because because I'm a girl, apparently. You know, I also asked him uh, how was the tiki party, and he said, he's like, oh, it was great. This guy was there, and this guy was there. And, I, and as he's just, like, saying names, I'm like, am I supposed to know who these people are? Does, <laughs> is he confusing me for you? Like, I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> but I was just, like, nodding in my head, like, there's, like, you know, like a black and white cartoon playing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad or that you guys... Or black and white? <laughs> I'm glad that you guys uh, know someone with the same name, at least. Did he tell you it could have been you? <laughs> no, he okay. he he saves his JMOs and all his affection for you, Lisa. <laughs> so guess what movie I've been watching this week? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's Brazil and not a secret recording of Jeff <laughs> that you took Oops. across the parking lot. <laughs> oh my god, the whole thing! I'm just like, um. How am I supposed to feel about this? And I do think, okay, maybe he listens once in a while. And I thought, okay, last week you're hosting, so he's not going to hear me tell this story. Chances are he probably listened to the first episode, if he listened at all. So, I'm safe. You know, you just made me think that you're like uh, George watching My Cousin Vinny <laughs> after he <laughs> learned Marissa Tomei's into short bald men. Oh, you must have seen me making out with a pillow next to me. <laughs> Your husband walks in like, you're watching Brazil again? Oh my god, 
Rafi. I took it out of the the DVD player and put it away because I'm like, I don't want him to question why. (laughs) 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 I've lost my mind is what's happened. All right. I guess we should talk about the the Alice and Rosen episodes, but this is all these, these are all these things that are in my mind that I'm like, my mind's blowing this way and that way. And I need to like, I need you to throw a blanket over me and just be like, dude, chill. It's not just chill out. (laughs) Where's the fire? Come on, man. Are you like a parakeet in this scenario where I'm throwing a blanket over your cage? (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) I just hit my head on the desk. Oh my gosh. I'll have you know, I pour myself a glass of wine, but the rest of the wine is too far away, and I have a bottle of whiskey next to me, so I have a shot of whiskey and a glass of wine. So that should help. Or as you call it, a start. (laughs) Or I call it Friday at 2 (laughs) (laughs) p.m. All right. Uh, It's nice being back on the wagon, though, huh? It was really tough those couple of months. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that that week and a half yeah it was rough Ooh, it was i went to i went to year once so you know i can do it i know i can too i just picked the wrong time to do it if i started in like january i'd probably be good until i went to my yearly trip to texas went on my yearly trip to texas i'm leaving well, it, the last part in just so people know i know what to say it's like um it's like New Year's resolutions. Like you don't have yeah. to wait for a certain time. You just got to do it, Lisa. True. The only reason why I think I usually do this because my birthday is in January, so I always think of that as the beginning of a new something. And then by the end of the year I'm like, "Wow, I accomplished nothing." That's sad. <laughs> but then also in September I usually think, "Oh, you know, the kids start school. It's like a beginning of a different kind of a year." And then which is kind of what I did this time, but then I forgot about my husband's birthday and all the things we were going to be doing. I thought, hmm, I'm weak and I'm an alcoholic. My name's Lisa. Hi. Oh, man, I wish I had the drop ready to play Hi, Lisa and backwards again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you can send it to me and, I'll, and that will be the one edit I make <laughs> besides adding <laughs> some super secret songs to the beginning and end. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Allie Ward. I enjoyed her. She's the podcast host for Ologies, which I have not yet checked out, but I'm really excited to check it out. Uh, I love hearing the history on of anything, and she sounds like she does a lot of legwork in between, and how much editing she does. I thought, oh my god, I thought it was tough doing one of these episodes where I take like 10 hours to do everything, but 30 hours for an episode, it makes sense though, because you're fitting stuff in and you have to... That's a lot. That's a lot to do. But uh, it sounds really, really interesting. Yeah, she's also the uh, host for the Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia, and they've both been on Allison's show together. But um, I have not listened to Ologies. And as much as I love her, don't get me wrong, I don't think this is the podcast for me. I haven't looked up uh, the other episodes that she has, but um, I will be doing that. But hopefully... Uh, people enjoy it. It sounds like an interesting show. Yeah, it really does. I think, especially, you know, there are really certain things that I probably wouldn't be interested in. But as I mentioned, having a beehive, I'd be interested to hear more on that. And also, she said she went to someone who had bat houses, which I forgot we have a bat house. So I'd be curious to know more about those things. And I'm pretty sure we have it in the wrong 
location on our house. We should probably put it over by the bees, maybe. But anyhow. Oh, fuck, Lisa. I just looked it up, and her most recent episode is on orology, which is uh, watches, watchmaking, timekeeping stuff. <laughs> I forgot. She's got a new like listener. Oh, shit, guy. Remember when you were out here and you're like, oh, shit. I'm like, what? And you're like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's just, you know, it, the sun's up. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> Like I don't a remember. Doomsday, but no doom. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not um, good with words or smart, so my reaction to everything is, "Oh shit." <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Okay, so the study of watches is her la- latest episode. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, it's a very fascinating topic. Don't you want to know what goes into a chronometer certification? Oh, my God. I totally just tuned you out. (laughs) (laughs) For real? (laughs) Yes, I think there was an inflection at the end. That was a question, and I say yes. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm glad you said yes. Let me tell you. So you measure. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we should we should really be talking about this show. I think we're having too much fun because we haven't seen each other in a whole two weeks now. <laughs> I think so. We haven't seen each other and we haven't talked. And I've listened to the Best Friends fan cast where you've hosted. So I feel like I feel like I've been talking to you even though I haven't. Or I'll answer back like, huh, or I'll laugh and I'll like put in my stupid sarcastic remark that I would have done. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I know we are having too much fun. Okay. So they talk about having a shit ton of money and what would you do? And I like that question. And now on the spur of the moment, I don't know if I could think I could, what would you do with a shit ton of money? Oh man. Um, do you have a rich list? I'm sure, I'm sure you're, uh, you have your, uh, binder out or whatever the people write in (laughs) journal. Well, you know what? I, I'm out of pages in my notebook and I went to look for one yesterday but they don't have the brand that I like shout out to Rodia shout out to my Lamy Safari pen that Laura Broder told me about um I you know I don't know I wish like George I wish that I would be a kick-ass philanthropist but I feel like I would just do stupid shit like oh hell yeah just fly fly (laughs) around the world and like eat food and then just be a worthless garbage person but how is that even worthless first of all I would be a philanthropist, but that would be the side note. I wouldn't be like, hey, check me out. I'll just be like throwing money at crazy stuff that actually needs it, not just like bullshit. Then uh, I would definitely be like dumb and dumber and I would have definitely have some foam 10-gallon hats and like pinwheels because I spend money like I'm stupid. And then I would definitely fly around the world and eat because that's not – you're seeing the world. Like that's – what people save their whole lives to go do once they've retired and they're too old to give a shit. Yeah. You know, I, I think I was thinking about this when they were talking about it and I was like, you know, you got to do like some good things. Like you could go help in Puerto Rico. You could like, you know, try to fix the drinking water situation in Flint or you could, you know, like get a gold plated AK-47 and ride around in your Bugatti Veyron in Dubai like a lot of shitheads do. You know, it just depends on the day, really. I do wonder why you can't do both. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think you could. Because then people will be like, look at this dumb fuck. Oh, well, he does all these nice things. Eh, he's got a pass. It's fine. You'd be like the Howard Hughes. Like, you do crazy stuff. I don't know if he did a lot of good, though. But people just give people a pass when they have tons of money. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Collect your toenails. Who cares? Don't you collect uh, teeth? <laughs> Stop it! Every parent collects teeth. And then they realize, what the fuck am I supposed to do with these things? Or maybe it was just me when Jen's like, yeah, you throw them away. I'm like, oh. Oh, they don't want a gift on their 16th birthday of all their teeth? <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for your kid's prom night when you pull out the baby teeth. <laughs> On a necklace, I'm like, here you go. <laughs> they were all yours. Um, yeah, shout out to you, Jen. But I like that Allie said her big thing was getting the massage chair. First of all, it does sound like a life-changing massage chair, but I feel like they both didn't think big enough. Like, I would have a house in every place to go visit and just... I don't. I don't know. It'd be. I would be living, man. I wouldn't even want to. I wouldn't even want to take sleeping pills anymore. Like I'd want to be awake. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that comment pass. Thank you. And also, some time to take a sip of my wine. So, her quote wall. Um, in my notes, I wrote quote wall equals bu- bullshit wall. <laughs> but, but I think. In the right hands, it could be used useful tool. To me, tools only have quotes on their walls. What do you think? You know, at the hospital where I used to work, um, they had like quotes on walls, and I think one of them was like laughter. Oh no, it said walking is a man's best medicine, and some guy named Hippocrates said that. <laughs> and then. Like you round a corner and there was another quote and I wish I, I wish I'd taken a picture or written it down because it was the stupidest shit. And I know like one of the hospital employees just came up with it, but the quote was attributed to unknown. And I was like, Mm. good thing because that was a fucking shitty quote. And I I feel like going to the hospital just to visit to see it again um, because it really made me angry. Are you here to visit uh, this bullshit quote? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to shame the person that wrote that. Like. It was fucking dumb, and god damn it, I wish I knew what it said. Stand by. That person was so satisfied with themselves, too. First of all, I thought of this, and now it's on the wall. It's unknown, but it's not unknown to me. I think all of it's crap. All of it. And when I see quotes on walls, I go through, I read it, and in my head, I am Daniel Quance at an open house. Fuck you. Fuck off. You know, I was watching something today with uh, LeBron James, and his T-shirt said, like, strive for greatness. And, like, I don't understand this Nike fucking, like, get out there and kick some ass quote stuff, because that shit doesn't work on me. Like, I feel like if you're a pessimist and you read stuff like that, it does the opposite of, like, inspire you. I agree. There are very few quotes that I read that resonate with me, and I think, wow, that's that could possibly be life changing if I let it if I let it go seep into my brain. But I mean, how how much different are you than you were? You know, I mean, we're all just stuck, really. <laughs> are there like quotes that you think of a lot though that like apply to you? Like not inspirational, no. but you know, I used to love the things don't change, we must change. Because if you really think about it, that really all there is. Oh, and the golden rule or something, but. Other than that, I don't know. I think 
you know, with home goods getting into the word wall business and I see all this live, laugh, love, I'm like, fuck right off. <laughs> I feel the same way about that um what is it? Full eyes or something about clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. I wanna mm. fucking shoot myself when I hear that. And I've I think it's from Friday that. Night Lights. I, oh, what was it again? I I'm wish... writing I'm writing it down because I it's um clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. But Ugh. just I wrote, because I wrote uh full fart. <laughs> is that what yours would say? <laughs> can't lose, you fucking loser. Another one that pisses me off is the money can't buy happiness, but it can buy chocolate, and that's the same thing. Oh. Or it can buy wine, and that's oh. the same mm, thing. Mm, mm, mm. Any wine or chocolate quotes, buy at the end of the world. See ya. It's Apocalypse, and guess who comes into my bunker? Not you. <laughs> I, uh, see, now I'm I in a bad mood. some alcoholics may listen to this and be offended, but I, I apologize, because I am an alcoholic, so yeah. I, I have a problem, but, too. <laughs> All right. But the, I think the problem is, like, I see these things like on Instagram or Facebook and those are like, just you're blocked. You're gone. I don't want to see you on here again. I'm done with you. And now I'm, I'm, I'm in a bad mood because I'm thinking of these dumb quotes, but I know. I'm if you're into up. that thing, it, it's fine. It's just not for me. And when she said a word wall, I was like, there's no fucking way I would do that. No, it's just too, I feel like Allison having it would be different than me having it. And I think I do need to see a picture before I judge a hundred percent, but if it's something that helps her, I think that that's great because I think she's an ambitious person and she's not, well, if I put a quote on a wall, then that means it's true. It's she will actually read it and put it to use where I think it's usually the other way around where people think, well, if, if it's up on my wall, then people are going to think it's like another part of being like fake Facebook or Instagram where you're just curating this nonsense. We're like, hmm, if people read it, it must be true. It's like, ugh, our next door neighbors have all kinds of bullshit written on their walls. Like, ugh. Sorry. Apparently, I hate it. <laughs> We're kindred spirits in this in this instance. Oh, okay. So, Ali was talking about asking for what you want, being direct, and talking about being being a woman and being programmed to really not ask for what you want. And I'm curious. I feel like it's more of a masculine, feminine thing, but I wonder. I'm sure there are plenty of men that don't feel like they can just ask for what they want. I mean, I, I know I'm afraid of being a bitch, so I just get walked over. Instead of sticking up for myself, I just, okay, I guess that's what I deserve. <laughs> you know, and then I silently, like, shoot them in my brain. But uh, what about you? You program to ask for what you want? Yeah, it's funny that they mentioned the men versus women thing. Um, I don't feel like... I ask for things, but I, I feel like it's because it's like asking for help, which I feel like men are not supposed to do. Um, mm. Recently I did ask for something, but, but I always, always think, you know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. And that's a dumb quote, but I feel oh, like it's boy. true um, because I asked for something and then I got it and then life was good. So like, I know that it's beneficial to ask for things every now and then, but I still struggle with doing it. And it does feel like, it, to me, it feels kind of pathetic. And I hate doing it. 
even though the outcome was good, I, I still think about it and it's weird. I could see that because it could come off as groveling or, or something. Instead of being confident, it could come off as something else. So I, you know, I try and see the perspectives of all walks of life. So I've seen that male perspective is good because I hadn't thought about that. So going back to traveling the world, Allie was talking about wanting to visit the entire United States and having people maybe in the Dakotas invite her over for a casserole. So Lee, if you're listening, I'm thinking you need to send out an invite. And what kind of casserole would it be? I'd like to know what is indigenous to you. Also, I thought it was very precious that you did not know what a new potato was. A little rapi. Um, the Allie's creepy grandparent inspection gave me the heebie-jeebies. What did you think about that? Uh, I'm glad that I met my grandparents uh, a handful of times <laughs> because if I had some weirdo fucking uh, man, I don't know. It was. I feel like everyone has a weird childhood, but I'm glad that mine didn't also include my grandparents' craziness. So yeah, I'm and mine did too, but I didn't have that inspection. I I definitely had weird layers of crazy that I'm really excited about getting old to enjoy being but even today i was talking about growing up and different random things about my mom come up sometimes and i said something about my mom when we were younger (laughs) she asked us she said we're i'm gonna use your credit because by the time you're old enough to have a credit card all of your bad credit will be off of your record like she wanted to open (laughs) accounts in our names (laughs) I had like no fucking direction. I honestly don't know how I'm alive right now. Really, truly. Uh, yeah. But the creepy grandparent inspection would be, I feel like that'd be something my grandma would do. Cause she was, she was, she is, well, I'm guessing she still is a mean, but a mean German lady who like when she smiled, I swear, like she looked like she was tearing up, which is probably the most emotion that she's ever shown. But anyhow, you know, uh, the thing about the grandparents that made me angry was the roll of quarters, roll of dimes, roll of nickels thing. If like the room was dirty, they would start taking away coins from the from the roll of coins. And it reminded me of there's like I remember seeing this a long time ago that like some family went to eat at a restaurant and they put five one dollar bills on the table and they told the waitress that this was her tip and they oh. would either add or take away depending oh, on her service. Man. And they got Best service ever. I was like, they probably spit in those motherfuckers' food because five fucking dollars? Spit would be the least of their problems. There's (laughs) butt cracks involved. There's nuts. Everything was in their food. They they ate more pubic hair than ground beef. Yeah. Just that is that that story just reminded me of that. And those people just stay home. Treat your wife with his $5 tip because that's fucking pathetic. That's disgusting. But then also the horrible revelation of Allison's grandparents or grandfather. That story was kind of crazy that she just kind of opened up with that one. It's like, oh, wow, that's some insight into all of her neuroses. Definitely. And being Catholic. Definitely. See, my family was Catholic without going to church. They just had all the guilt and the craziness and the alcohol. <laughs> oh, but they all got, uh, what is it, confirmation? Or what's the Catholic one? 
All the Catholics are yelling right now. Anyway. Isn't it confirmation? I don't know. I communion? Know, communion. Thank you. No. First communion? Yeah. That? <laughs> Where you get like an extra middle name or something? I don't know. Anyway, I paid a lot of attention when I was finally forced to go to church. But um, let's go to some other disasters like my hair went in its natural form. And I totally relate with Allie on this one because, and both Allies, Big Al and Allie, I had like growing up, my hair was like one of the biggest sources of my pain and just horrible. So I think that's why now, like I always straighten it. It's not my favorite way. Like I like it when my hair is curly, but it lasts for one day. If I straighten it, it lasts for four days and it looks great. But I did not have all of these awesome tricks when I was younger. It was just like, oh, it was a disaster. It was a mess. It was like a rat's nest mixed with, like, asbestos. It was horrible. But now your hair is always looking amazing. Like, I, uh, you took, a, like, a selfie on the way to PodFest, and I was like, oh, man, look at your hair. It looks great. And even uh, Jordan said... Uh, to Megan mm-hmm. that she needs to get some bangs and she he was talking about your bangs so okay so I'm glad that you brought that up because that's another thing that's lost in like when I'm listening I'm like okay nobody saw the fact that I was just talking to him and he looks over and then he's like but you need to get bangs or whatever I'm like oh my god I was dying I was really dying oh also what Trice had said about not being able to hear, hear the audience very well uh, when Allison was asking us, oh, who wants to talk about what you guys are all doing for this Allison weekend? And I'm all, Rafi. <laughs> and you're all, yeah. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I like threw it to you. You ping-ponged it back at me. And then she's like, I'm looking at Lisa because you're right in front here. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky. It's like when, uh, I don't know, Jor- uh, Jory. <laughs> Jerry Springer goes into the crowd or something. Uh, I was like, thank God I was like way off to her right. So if if Daniel was doing the talking or Jeff, then I would have gotten picked. But since it was Allison, you're like right in front of her. I lucked out. I'm going to sit in front. You're like, I'm second row. That's more my speed or whatever. That's how I roll. I don't know what you said. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah. So that was a moment. Uh, already back. Yeah. So hair. Uh, rough. I had just gotten my hair done before PodFest. Usually when we all go out, I have the guy do it for me because he does a better job of straightening it. But, um, and I got all my gray hairs removed or colored over. So that was nice. But yeah, I, you've seen my hair in its natural habitat once. I don't know if you remember it. Let's see if you can pinpoint it. Was it when we stayed at your house? No. Oh, well then it always looks great. And I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, good. It didn't stick in your memory. The whole time I'm like, he's going to be like, she's fake. Look at this farce. Look at her hair. (laughs) (laughs) It was when we were in Texas. (laughs) And we went to brunch and I was like, I don't give a fuck about my hair. I'm leaving on a jet plane in like two minutes. Like, and it's raining out. Like, I didn't wash my hair at all while I was there until I was like, I need to wash my bangs, which totally failed. I was like Jerry in the, in the low flow shower (laughs) head hair and and the next day it was like frizzy and just like gross i'm like i don't even care hopefully you didn't notice (laughs) okay good um i didn't notice and i don't care 
Also, strain it for however many years I've been doing it. It helps with it not being frizzy on the in-between. During the week, I have it up in a bun usually. And I usually have to dry it that way for a whole day. I don't use hair dryers or anything like that. So I just let it dry in a bun and then sometimes I can let it go. But it grows. My mom, like I said, she she told me I had special hair. I had like l different layers of hair that were like not connected to the rest of my hair. Like a little mini afro like that would stick out above all the rest of my hair. It was, it's real. It's something. I have all the best of Irish and Mexican going for me. Sorry, I'm over here choking to death because, uh, like I told you earlier, I'm getting sick. But Oh, right. Uh, like Jordan in 97, I'm leaving it all on the floor tonight, Lisa. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh so, how do you feel about bugs, um, specifically on your face? That is horrifying. She mentioned, like, these gigantic scorpions or something. Fuck no. Oh, actually... We went to, and this comes up later, but uh, we went to a pumpkin patch, and I did eat crickets or grasshoppers. I don't even know which. Ugh. So I'm not one to, you know, shy away from a bug, but I'm not putting them on my fucking face. No. I, first, she's going in the direction of, like, apparently she loves bugs, and she's like, yeah, I embrace them. But then she's like, yeah, but a roach? I'm like, okay, so she's a little bit sane. Like, no. You gotta draw the line somewhere. But scorpions? No. No, I don't. I understand the fascination with watching maybe a National Geographic episode on a spider making its web, but I don't want it to make it on my face. How do you feel about those weirdos that like do like have tarantulas and they just like, you know, hold them and let them walk up their arm and shit? I think that they need to go to therapy and fix their problems with their mom. Um, <laughs> secondly, we used to have one, but. Uh, we, the only reason why it would ever come out onto anybody's face is people would, much like the blow dart gun that we had, once people are drunk, there's a lot of betting what people can do or not can, can't do. <laughs> so. You know, I wonder um, if Lee Bruns has any insects. Lee? I got chickens. Oh, just chickens then. Okay. <laughs> the chickens eat the bugs, so there's... There's nay a bug in his house. Um, I also get excited when I go into hardware stores. Not, I have not been into one in so many years because now Home Depot exists. I do not get excited in a Home Depot, but I used to go into a hardware store and I would just be like, I, just, I don't need anything in here. I just want to buy something. I just want to have like a collection of hardware for no reason <laughs> because it's awesome in there. I love the smell of it, but I also feel the same way in an art store. A bookstore, antique store, and an estate sale. Like, I have this, like, time can just melt away and everybody can just fuck right off because I'm, like, in heaven. So do you have any places like that that make you... Oh, and I don't feel like I need to pee. I just feel, like, uh, euphoric. How about you? Yeah, I love going to any... Like, same. Like, I'll go to Home Depot and I'll look and I'll be like, ooh, 24 uh, volt fucking cordless drill i don't need that but i want it and then you know saying even in the art supply store i'll go there like to hobby lobby and look around and i don't know what i would do with all that shit but it's interesting and i don't know i need i need to make things 
every now and then I'd go like on a, I'm going to do this. And then I'd like buy a bunch of shit and make something. And then I'm like, all right, now I know how to do that. And then I move on. But yeah, I like that. And the same, like I having this shed now, I finally have a space to make stuff. And I think, okay, cool. And I was so like into it for a while until I think I share with you some Etsy issues that I had where kind of put me on hold as far as being creative. But now sitting amongst all my crap that's kind of unfinished, I'm like, I want to get back into it. I love making stuff. Like it just makes me feel good. Are you currently making any items? I am not. But, well, I mean, I I started making some wooden postcards. And uh, it's something where I do like a photo transfer onto the wood. And I'm kind of in the middle of that, which they're all just kind of sitting here. And they look pretty cool. But And I haven't decided, like, I don't know how much it is to send them in the mail. So maybe I'll have to make you one and send it to you. See if it works out. Ooh, that sounds yeah. cool. Something different. But usually, like I said, I like to work with wood. So that's – and I'm not a woodworker, but I like cut pieces of wood and like lacquering it or – epoxy and like whatever it's fun it's fun (laughs) oh i think i'm getting drunk hey what's your favorite ology uh clearly orology like i mentioned before um just yesterday i tweeted a tweet that i now deleted um the dodgers are going to the world series they beat the cubs and their coach walked out and in the picture i saw he was wearing an Audemars piguet royal oak offshore and I was like, only in L.A. do baseball coaches wear these gigantic diving watches. Um, but, yeah, so just that. I'm into cars. I don't know if cars are an ology, but, I'm sure you know, there is. I have my hobbies that I like to keep secret as well. What about oh. you, Lisa? Oh, does that have anything to do with your twerk playlist? Definitely not. <laughs> That's from the episode. I don't even remember what which I'll one that listen. was. But. Uh, Whitney and her brother Jacob. You guys um, were talking about running and playlists for running, and she has her twerk, uh, the Pandora channel, twerk radio that she got annihilated from her students for finding out about it (laughs) and you said you had a twerk playlist but it has nothing to do with twerking and you just left it on the table and i'm like i'm picking (laughs) it up motherfuckers (laughs) i think i was just messing around but uh i could come up with one if you'd like whatever (laughs) i just picture you're like hold on rach put on some twerk jams Clearly, it would start with uh, Big Sean and Nicki Minaj, a song called Ass. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, Yeah. My favorite is graphology. Thank you for asking. Um, Handwriting analysis really intrigues me. And a lot of other ologies that I don't know the names of. I don't even know if I got that one right. But I do know handwriting analysis as a word. And two, actually. So, um, should we talk about Thursday, speaking of ass and the hot butt magazine that you subscribe to? Boy, man, let me tell you. I can stop <laughs> saying boy. I don't know why I keep saying oh Do boy you? or boy oh boy. Like the last, I, I must have heard it somewhere because it's been like my go-to thing for the last few weeks and it's driving me crazy. But yes, we should talk about Thursday. Boy, howdy. Speaking of boys, banana pudding cups uh, is what we were this week. And I forgot to mention during PodFest that she was talking about we brought you thanks to you applause here 
brought up the carb idea again to Allison. And we figured out, um, we cracked the code. Hey, throw it out on Patreon and people will just throw some things out. And she picked banana pudding cups from Patreon. I should have looked it up to see who it was, who the, who the big wiener was. But uh, shout out to whoever you are. I'm sure we know you. Um, I, yes, I, I, you know, after we talked with Allison after the show, I could have, you know, asked her a million things, but I figured that it's better to do some things that are actually, oh shit, Rachel Phillips, none other than Rachel Phillips, banana pudding cups. She's no the one way. who said that. Aww. Yeah. Shout out to you, Rachel. Um, but yeah, so I figured I was like, now that I, I have her here in front of me, we got to get some business in order. So I told her about the carb thing and it worked out. It did. Bravo. Um, let's see. Wendy Mono and David Huntsberger were in on this Thursday episode and them, have they been together yet on an episode? Um, I believe that they have a few times. I don't know why this one rang with me and like a lot of people on the Facebook page were chiming in. I think Jen and maybe Becky. I don't remember everybody that was talking about it, but, uh, Oh, Claire, shout out Claire. But the two of them together was an amazing mix. And I don't know what was, I don't know what was in the pudding cups, but they were like awesome. And they just played off of each other very well. Where all, all of a sudden I'm picturing them married and like, <laughs> It's drastic, but anyway, what did you think? Um, I think everyone loved this episode, like everyone. Like, I don't think there was anyone who was like, eh, it was okay, uh, except for me. Oh! <laughs> it was, don't get me wrong, it was a great Beep. episode, but I think some other people were like, like, I read on Facebook, everyone was like, I was dying laughing, I was crying laughing, and I thought it was funny, but I wasn't, like, dying, dying laughing. But that said, they're great together, and it was a great episode. And, um, yeah. I, you know, I was, I was talking about this with Rachel, how she kind of, she should have, like, alternating teams. I think mm. David and um, Wendy should be on one team. I think Jordan Morris and Renee Colbert should be another team. And then I think uh, Robin Shore and John uh-huh. Henson. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because apparently they know each other. But um yeah, she could just have like alternating teams and then she could just like throw in like wild cards. I but I feel like idea. people love these two together. Yes. I love them together. I was not laughing out loud. I was mopping and I was like but for me, like I mean I need to see like a Seinfeld gif maybe one more time to really laugh out loud. Did I say that right? Yes. Uh yeah. To really laugh out loud. But uh no, but I was I mean, their little improv between each other was really funny. I think it went on a touch long, but it was really funny. And I'm really, like, really cracking up. There's a few times where I'm like, I'll guffaw, but, you know, it's I'm not rolling. Shout out to you, Toby. He was another person that said he liked it a lot. But I like the idea of teams. And the fact that Allison came up to us, like Trace was saying on the last episode, you know, asking us who we liked on Thursday and about getting, you know, lots of emails about certain people and just what we thought. And I gladly told her we didn't like that Sean Jordan guy or whatever. (laughs) No, not Sean Jordan, Jason Horton. (laughs) I just, yeah, 
that we were like, eh, we were, but she said, ah, I knew that one didn't like work. And I'm like, okay, you, I, and I told her, I said, you have a very good instinct for finding people that work well together. I didn't ask her unless I don't remember, or if one of you guys asked her if she's hoping to find like one set, you know, group of people like it used to be, or if she's kind of like happy mixing it up. I don't remember if we asked her that, but maybe we can ask her on Sunday during the live stream the patreon support allison patreon.com i think um but yeah i like the team's idea we should mention that are you going to be around for the live stream this weekend i'm for sure i have to be i'm so fucking pissed that last month got erased from facebook because of course it's the one that we we rewatched it when we got home and of course i fell asleep because that's what i do so I only saw like maybe 20 minutes of it. And of course, that's the one that gets lost. And I remember when she first started doing this, I recorded video and audio from my computer of it as I watched it. So I because I told Megan, I was like, I don't know if these Facebook things stay up forever mm. or if, you know, like after a certain amount of time they go off. And so I recorded that and I was like, well, they, they stick around apparently. So I'm not going to record them. And guess what? This one is lost forever. I'll never know what happened. And it was, like, amazing for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard. It was such a good... I mean, they're all good, and I like going back when I've missed them. It's so great to go back and, like, see everybody's comments. And it's still fun, even though you're not interacting with her directly. You're reading back, and it's just... And it's a fun experience. I love that she does it, and I love being a part of it. And it's such a bummer that it's gone. Like, I don't even know how that happens. Like, how is it just... And she's going to try and change it and do it through Patreon this week, which the only thing that worried me about that is Leanne, because I know she has trouble, not trouble, but like just doing the... Going through Facebook is hard for her to read everyone's comments and to comment and to be in the moment because she has to do a lot of reading first. It's different. I don't even know how she does it. I'd like to witness it because it sounds like a lot of trouble to go through to, to do what she does. And to ha- if Patreon is a whole different thing for her to deal with, I was just like, shit, like, I don't want, I want Leanne to be part of it. Yeah, she um, has sent, while well, we've been recording, she sent two Patreon notices that she's doing tests. So uh, I'll have to watch okay. those after we finish. And then hopefully it's something that Leanne can partake in. But I don't know. And she said that she might just end up doing it on Facebook anyway, so. It's probably we'll easier see. for her when she has new people to join in, to not have to friend everybody or whatever, making it an extra step. So that's kind of cool that it can just go straight through Patreon. So hopefully it's not a pain in the butt, but for everybody. But it is fun. I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that the, like a lot of times the comments aren't up to date and sometimes they get stuck and then I can't, you can't really interact. So I don't know. We'll see. It's fun, though. And the fact that that last one was erased is just, ah, uh, man, it's like it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember back in the day before technology when, you know, like a TV show would air and then it was just gone. We're so used to having everything at our fingertips now that I know. this is what it was like years ago. I or tried so to I explain to the kids. I'm like, back in the day, <laughs> I would have to run home if I was waiting for a phone call. I'm like, just way by the phone. And I said, and there weren't even answering machines. And my daughter's like, what's an answering machine? <laughs> I'm like, message received. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know, in 10 years, things change so quickly now 
there are certain things that still blow my mind that I can't, I can't wrap my mind around. I think being my age, you just get kind of stuck and you're like, well, (laughs) it's too late for me. I learned up until now. Luckily I got podcasts in because otherwise I'd be like one of those cavemen. They're like, what's a podcast? Where do you get it from? But now like things like 3d printers, I'm like, I don't, that doesn't make any sense. Like, is this the Jetsons? What's happening? (laughs) Oh my god. I have a nice buzz of like I'm gonna have a hangover probably at seven PM tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get your second wind. That's right. You gotta ride it. Gotta ride the horse. I was about to say ride the donkey. That doesn't make any sense. Horse doesn't either. Uh get back on the horse? Salty dog? What? <laughs> Am I answering the the voices in my head? Okay, so um magazines and books in the restroom i feel like that's just making you stay in an uncomfortable seat longer i don't think my my situation is that when i need to go it just comes out and when if it's not there's no amount of reading on a porcelain bowl that's going to make it come out any quicker so what are your thoughts on the library in the restroom you know i'm not a fan because i'm i don't like clutter and also mm-hmm. because I feel like those magazines have so many germs on them. Oh, yeah. But but I am guilty of looking at my phone on the toilet. So I guess I'm not oh, one. Oh, yeah. To... I guess there is like a hot button magazine that you can just look at on your phone. <laughs> oh, uh, on that subject, shout out to Hot Bug. Hot Butt Meg, which apparently was Megan's high school nickname. And I asked her that I've asked her this no. before, but I was like, there's no story to it. Right. And she's like, no, just her nickname. Um, so I feel like she just hands you a load of shit and and it's steamy still. And um, this really ties back into the whole groceries thing. But you know what? I was on Megan's side with this, so I'm going to stay there. But yeah, you magazines also and books. like to eat the groceries. Is that no. what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. <laughs> no. Ugh. I don't even think I've been asked to do that. That says something about you, Lisa. <laughs> well, my finger's been asked many times, but not my tongue. Oh. Um, boys are gross, and so magazines and books in the restroom number one they're flagged they can never come out of the restroom again that's where they're gonna have to stay and the fact that daniel has a western words book seems like a book i would have on my toilet or in your just for show bookcase (laughs) i'm like where's he going with this yeah i'm so cool with all my books what I did recently, I donated a ton of books because I'm like, I'm not going to read this bullshit. And I'm going to, and so I got like 200 new books and I just filled them all up. And the problem with me is I have to read, I want to read all of them at once. So I'll usually have like two or three going, but then I can't like finish one. So last night I finally finished the Black Dahlia one, which was like so fucking good. And now I'm going to start reading The Shining because I feel like I need to watch or read that before I watch it again. And yeah, reading. Am I right? Books are good. (laughs) 
can I just clip that out and put it put it at the beginning? Of course. Um, yeah. Once I finish this uh, green eggs and ham, I can finally move on to something else. But I. So one of my back to what I said about New Year's resolutions. I was like, I need to read. And now I know people are going to scoff at this. I was like, I want to read four books this year. Okay. That's, and then, that's no scoffing. from Going from zero to books, I think four well, is a healthy, respectable, because it's a habit you have to get back into. It's something I didn't do. I claimed to love and didn't do for like 10 years because I was raising kids and I didn't like make time for anything for me. And then I started doing this podcast and then I started reading and then I started making art and I'm like, the world's my oyster, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's not that like I've never read, like I I know how to read, Lisa, Mm. not to brag, but it's just for some reason, the act of sitting down with a book, it's like, I feel like I could be doing other things and then also like but then but then I'll sit down and stare at my phone and read like stories online for hours. So it's like I could just put the phone down. And I think this goes back to the addicted to your phone thing. I think that's the problem is that now I've just replaced book reading with reading shit online. I agree. And by the way, it doesn't count if you're reading about rap or watches, but you are at least reading the written word or the typed word. But the phone is a huge distraction. I agree. And I have always had trouble with just sitting and doing one thing. I That's the reason why I won't make phone calls. Because before you'd be connected to the wall, I'm like, oh my God, I'm gaining anxiety because I have to sit and make a phone call and I can't do anything else except for doodle wieners on this piece of paper next to me. And I just feel like, ah, uh, I feel like t- attached, you know? And even now with cell phones, like I still like, I don't like making phone calls because I'm like, I can't do anything else. You just can't do anything. And I, so reading it really, you have to like dumb everything down and like, like set the mood and like put the phones away. So, but once you get back into it, then all of a sudden you're like, you're hooked, but I don't know. So do you count audiobooks as reading a book? I think I would. I, you know, the last one that I purchased was Patton Oswalt's book that I don't think I ever finished. And I would consider that reading. I mean, right? <laughs> so tumbleweeds here. Oh, sorry. Fuck. I was on mute. Sorry. <laughs> I was like talking and I was like, tumbleweeds rude. And then I looked down and I was like, oh shit, I'm on mute. Um, no, Do you have like, to fart a lot or something? Why are you always on mute? <laughs> Well, because I'm getting sick, I have my throat is like sore, oh. and I keep going. <clears throat> For the quality so anyway. of the show, got it. Okay. Yeah, Lisa, you might want to look into that. You know, yeah. mute button and how it works. <laughs> like right but, now, when I chortle into the mic every time. But yeah, I have. I have books and they have all been read except for one. And that's the one that I started reading this year that I was supposed to finish sometime in like February. Oh boy. But I, it- you know, I thought about it and I was like, if, if I still want to finish my four a year, I could be done in a month. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. If I just dedicate myself to it. But that's the problem is I come home from work and I'm tired and I look at my phone and then I end up taking a fucking nap or some shit. 
and then it's you know the day's over so it's like i just have to set time yeah designate a time like maybe it's the only problem is i used to do it right before i would go to bed and then i would fall asleep even quicker which is a good thing i guess but then you're not getting any you know reading time in wait what huh you just cut out (laughs) oh weird um i don't know what happened but yeah, so set a time and just, you know, it's like running, which I plan on doing one of these years. Like, I forgot who was on Allison's show who just said, make a goal of like, I'm going to run for four houses. And then the next day it's like six houses or like whatever it is. And then eventually you get there and you're just kind of used to doing it. But I don't know. I also, it's the kind of book that really matters, like the Black Dahlia book. I read it in a week because it was so fucking good. And after leaving the Biltmore where the Podfest was held, like I felt all the ghosts of all the people that have like stayed there or been there, visited there is just a feeling of being there and thinking, okay, this is the last place that Black Dahlia was ever spotted, which according to the book is not true. But having known that and having known I had this book at home, I thought I'm going to crack this book when I get home. And it was just so interesting and all the things they were talking about was all the places surrounding that area and just, I don't know. Being there was really, really cool. I think it lent itself to the whole experience. Our TV went on in the middle of the night and <laughs> what else? It was just, the whole, you know, and then seeing My Favorite Murder and she was talking about the lady dying there and uh, not that long ago. And it was just, the whole thing was, oh, also, one thing nobody pointed out is during... A-R-I-Y and B-F, the wall behind them had, like, blood spatters on it. Did you see that? No. It was, like, above Allison's head. I should have taken a picture. It looked like blood splatter just up in the middle of the wall. Just, I don't know what else it could have been, but it looked like blood. Now, can we all see this, or is this just (laughs) you? What is this, The Shining? (laughs) You know, once you finish the book, maybe you can come out to Colorado and we can all go to the hotel. Okay, when are we doing this cross-country trip? This needs to happen. Next week. Okay, done. I'm booking our, what's the thing called? Trailer? RV. What is it? RV. RV, yeah, that. Okay, maybe I'll steal our neighbors. It has the stupidest name for it, too. It's the Wildwood, the fun size, too. Fuck that thing. What the fuck? That's <laughs> the name of it. You know how people name their boats? They name their stupid RV and it's parked down front and I fucking hate them. They let their dogs shit on our yard all the time. But last night I just told my son, just go pick it up and throw it on their porch. I'm fucking sick of it. We're done. It's happening. All right. I'm starting wars. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. Do you have anything else? I didn't even ask you if you had anything else from Monday. Do you have anything else from either episode? Nothing's coming to mind. I think um, the only thing left I was going to talk about is Wendy's benefit show and that cause I know nothing about and I'd like to learn more. So rescue.org is a place apparently where you could probably learn about it and donate or whatever you can do there to help because it sounds like it's a pretty worthy cause. It's scary how much we live we live really connecting with the world but we're really in our own bubbles as far as as far as real anything goes so learning more about these sorts of things 
is the only way we're going to be real philanthropists when we become rich. Yeah, you know, there's so much terrible shit going on in the world, and we it's so easy to get caught up in just what's going on in your life. But, you know, I, I'm also very skeptical of any um, charity, because, like, if you, like, look up the Red Cross, there are so many, like, horror stories of, like, oh, they're just, like, doing... Like, you want to think that your money's going to do something good, yeah. but whenever money's involved, people are greedy, and then you don't really know what's going on. So the only way to actually help people is to do it yourself, and for a lot of people, that's not doable. You know what? That's very true, and it is hard to, like you said, like before, you could try and do research on a company. Okay, the Red Cross is great, but now with the internet, I feel like you can find so much about everything, but you might go down so many tunnels that you're like, fuck it. I'm keeping my money and I'm buying a Slurpee. Big deal. <laughs> that being said, the international rescue committee, rescue.org, they seem to be a great, um, charity and definitely should throw them money if you can. And I'm kicking myself for not going because I knew Allison would be there and you should kick me too. I know. Yeah. I, I remember, um, hearing about that. I don't know how much the tickets were, but it goes to charity and I'm sure it's a write off. So you should have gone. Shame I know. on you. I'm, Terrible. I'm, I'm feeling the shame. So speaking of another thing, I, I DM'd Daniel the other day, just randomly. Uh, what was it for? Oh, because Mark Frost's new book is coming out this month. And I was wondering if he was going to do a show after he reads it. It's the final dossier on Twin Peaks. And also, uh, the little girl that I watched found his pin on the floor and like grabbed it and like was showing it to me. And I'm like, Oh, eat a bag of dicks. I'm like, I wonder if there's a Twitter handle of that. That's where my mind goes. So I, I went and uh bag of dicks and eat a bag of dicks is available, uh, are available. And I, so I DM him. I'm like two things <laughs> at eat a bag of dicks and bag of dicks are available on Twitter. Also, are you going to do a special episode on uh, the book? And then he said he wasn't sure. And he's like, oh, that's funny. I should check that out or whatever, which I'm sure. But like, what does he need another account for? He's not a maniac like me. And but then he said, oh, are you going to go to that Twin Peaks pop up? Because there's one on Melrose this weekend. And so then I write back. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. And so he's like, it's only for a week. And then last night he DM me again. He's like, oh, I just heard like a bunch of the cast is going to be there tonight. I'm like, shit. <laughs> but like going to L.A. is so far. <laughs> And also, then I start thinking about, like, parking. Then I start thinking about all the cast members. Oh, that means it's going to be crowded and I'm not going to get in. Like, I build all these blocks up in front of myself to stop me from having fun, apparently. Yeah. Um, you should just get over it. <laughs> I really should. <laughs> you but, read a book and I'll go to this pop-up and the world will be cool. But you have a family, so it's different and... You know, it's easy for me to say because I have nothing holding me back. Uh, you know, I could just pick up and leave if I wanted to just whenever I feel like it. I fucking get it. <laughs> you lucky asshole. Um, and yeah, I know. It, it is a lot of that where I think at some point I'm just going to be able to just go wherever I want to go and do whatever I want to do. But at this point, even Daniel's like, he lives right down the street. And he's you know, he's not going to probably go because he's busy. He's got Elliot and Allison and just it's hard to do things that you just want to do because you can't 
justify it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, this really took a turn. Speaking of taking a turn, I'm really not, I am, okay, I'm conflicted. I'm looking forward to, but really not looking forward to Allison's Monday episode with the person who was in Las Vegas and only because I'm just, just dealing with like a friend who's going through some stuff right now. And I'm curious to know how it's going to go. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be a rough one, I think. Yeah. I was thinking is the full episode with just this person or was it like a short kind of interview in addition, but it seems like it might be the whole episode. Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. I'm not going to, you know, make any judgments till I hear it, but seems like a strange topic for an Alison Rosen is your new best friend episode, but it I'm, does. I'll Maybe listen reminisce about their lives together first for a while. Yeah. Um, I wonder how well they knew each other and I guess we'll find out soon. That was also another thing that Allison and I did at Podfest. We were reminiscing about the different like places we used to go see shows and, I had wondered about the guy that she left her underwears, her underwears. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to Walmart later and buy some underwears. Uh, who, the guy that she left the underwear at his house. I was wondering if it was the same guy that her and I had both known that she and I, oh, fuck, I could really go around in circles on that one. But, uh, and she said it was not. So I'm like, okay. But then we started talking about, oh, we, into this place and that place and I just couldn't believe that we had never run into each other but we must have and being the fact that she was the girlfriend of one of the band members I feel like I was probably an enemy not in her mind but like my friend and I were not going out with any of the guys we just always hung out so I imagine the girlfriends were probably like hmm thumbs down on those broads <laughs> are you on mute again um, I, I just had nothing to add to that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, so that was fun. I think, uh, let's talk about the one JMO. Let's do it. All right. I'll read it. You comment. And then let's wrap this shit up. All right. Wonder- Sounds good. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Let me ask you a question and not give you any time to answer. Uh, one dirtbag says... Play an observation game in public I like to call father, daughter, or husband, wife. Never done it, but I'm going to start. Starting with Lisa and Mike. <laughs> what are your thoughts, God? <laughs> uh, prospector uh, yeah. and um, nerd? <laughs> <laughs> prospector and the mother load. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if this was when we were recording that you said that that was your nickname. <laughs> it was not, but go ahead and, hey, if I share the candle making, then go ahead and share my prospecting nickname. Yeah, um, no, I don't do this, <laughs> but um, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to start. Um, at first I thought this isn't a JMO, but as I read it, I thought, okay, it's a JMO. It's maybe not hard hitting. It's just still a JMO. Uh, I don't do it. Until today, when I was having lunch, I saw these two people leave, and I thought, oh, you know, you just, you size people up, and immediately you're like, dad, daughter, dad, whatever. I, I don't play a game, you just, you profile people. You're like, that guy is going to rate me, and that guy's not. Um, but I thought that until she turned, and I swear I saw side boob out of her tank top. I'm like, that's a weird 
outfit for a daughter to be wearing with her dad. And then they walked past me again, the front. I'm like, that's a dad daughter. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. It wasn't much of a game though. Either way, he's getting called daddy. Oh my god! Well, that's definitely a good place to end it. Uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, we don't have any guests coming up, so if except you know what, actually Toby is locked in for Black Friday. So uh, just so you know, we're going to record on Friday, Rafi. <laughs> The Friday after Thanksgiving, which I asked him, I said, oh, you want to do the Friday after Thanksgiving? He's like, yeah, what's that day? I'm like, oh, right, right. <laughs> right Isn't right. there a Thanksgiving like September, October or something yeah, like the, that? He, I said, oh, I forgot you don't have Thanksgiving. He said, oh, no, we already did. And I said, oh, is it involved raping and pillaging the, the indigenous people indigenous, as well? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I believe it is. I don't know. He said something about the White House. I, I don't know. Anyhow, uh, I sent him a Pepe Le Pew uh, gif jif and i think we were even so anyway uh if you want to be on this show in the future because god damn it this is fun and by the way whitney and jacob were a delight to listen to and yeah i don't know that did sound like i was being condescending but i was just trying to get back on track uh email bfancast at gmail.com i would love to have some new people on but i love talking with all the old people because i do feel like we've grown into a family and I even mentioned that to Allison and I gave her some kudos, you know, like she brought people together in real life who I talk to and hang out with more than probably anyone else except for my neighbors. So I think that's kind of awesome. Uh, yeah. So if you want to be part of this family, do that, be on the show and follow me on Twitter at BFFancast and JMOs and BFFs. Cause let's be honest. It's me. Uh, <laughs> God, take a breath, Lisa. Sober up for a second. Little Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMC Guitars. Friend me on Facebook in case, you know, I'm doing another giveaway or something, which, I mean, I'm not, but how do you know that? So, um, yeah, just find me there. You know, I have something I can give away, but it's very specific, but it is Allison-related, so maybe I'll I'll just tease that here, and then next week, or maybe, I don't fucking know. I'll give it away at some fucking point, all right? Unless you live in Canada. I ain't doing that shit. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. I cursed a lot. Apparently, I missed you, Lil Rafi. I missed you as well, Lisa. I can't wait for our 100th episode. Oh I can't believe gosh. it's that long. Yes. Actually, before we go, yes. um, in just a few weeks, you and Megan and maybe some other folks are going to go see Jason and his wife, Amanda. So yes. I wish I could be there. I'll be there in spirit. It's going to be awesome. I'm hoping that Megan can, st- hopefully she'll get her job this weekend and that she can still swing it. Otherwise we might have to postpone it, but that's okay. I'm excited to caravan out there, which would mean more than one car and it's just going to be one. So it'll just be us. And if anyone wants to join us, Hey, Bruce by Dawn, bring your beer. Ray, come on board. Let's go. We need to do this. We need to go meet Jason Dix, the famous Ma- Mason. <laughs> Rafi, you see what happens. <laughs> Jason and Sometimes Amanda. I just let you go. I love that about you and also hate. And you know what? I'm not going to edit out very much. I have a few things I'm cutting out. And other than that, it's all staying. Hope you enjoy it. Brittany, I fucking love you. Thank you and good night. Tomorrow was another day. Tomorrow-